My experience of being overwhelmed by grasshoppers is difficult for me to recount precisely, but I'm not alone in this struggle. In talking to dozens of individuals about their unsettling encounters with insects, I have found that what emerges is a muddle of emotions that are variously described as terror, panic, and revulsion, often followed by a sense of confusion, humiliation, and anxiety. It turns out that people are not very good at precisely naming their emotions, both because we rarely experience just a single emotion at any given time and because even individual emotions are difficult to characterize. Dozens of emotions arise and interlace over the course of a lifetime, from affection and boredom to shame and worry. Different cultures exhibit idiosyncratic emotions, or at least use unique terms for particular feelings. For example, abhiman is the Indian term for prideful, loving anger, and oime is the feeling of dutiful indebtedness in Japanese culture. Americans have no specific word for either of these. The study of emotions might be a hopeless tangle if psychologists had not sought and found common ground across our species. People of all cultures, races, genders, and ages experience a set of six emotions. Happiness, sadness, surprise, fear, disgust, and anger. Some psychologists also include trust and anticipation. Nor are most of these emotions unique to humans, being evident in our primate brethren and a variety of other animals. From these building blocks, we construct more elaborate emotions, such as disappointment, sadness plus surprise, and contempt, disgust plus anger. Of particular interest to those who recoil from insects is the feeling of horror, which has been characterized as disgust-imbued fear. So, let's begin with fear and its emotional allies. We'll get to disgust in due course. For many, fear feels like the core emotion of an aversive encounter with an insect, or a few million insects. The Emotional Anti Anxiety and Fear Being scared is no simple matter. Consider the range of words that we use to describe this feeling. Anxiety Apprehension, dread, fear, misgiving, panic, terror, trepidation, and unease. Although our language allows for many nuances, psychologists have distilled these expressions of our mental experiences into two foundational concepts. Fear and anxiety are the twin pillars of aversive emotion. Often, word origins help to clarify meanings. Not so with fear and anxiety. The word fear comes from the Old English fearin, meaning to terrify with a sudden calamity. But the word also traces to Old High German fahren, meaning to plot against. So fear seems to entail both immediate and impending danger. Things are no better with anxiety, which is rooted in the Latin anxious, for a troubled mind, hence a sense of foreboding. However, the stem angst comes from the Latin angere, meaning to choke, a rather urgent circumstance. Despite these linguistic ambiguities, psychologists have generally settled on common-sense descriptions of the emotions of fear and anxiety. Fear 
is the heart-pounding response to present danger, and anxiety is the disquiet that comes with anticipating danger. In clinical terms, the patient experiencing fear is highly aroused and seeks to escape the situation. In contrast, the anxious patient is worried and focuses attention on possible sources of impending harm. As such, fearful individuals exhibit physiological responses associated with taking flight, whereas anxious patients engage in preoccupied restlessness and negative self-talk. We are anxious when descending the steps into the dark basement, and we are fearful when the light comes on to reveal a spider at our feet. So we can say that fear originates in a heightened physiological condition that elicits a mental state, and anxiety originates in the mind and gives rise to a bodily state.